Welcome to the Career Fit Mom Podcast. For moms at any age and stage, this podcast will elevate your career development, fitness, and personal growth, giving you the tools and inspiration to live your best life as a woman, as a professional, as a mother. I'm Beth Yarzab, and I'm your host of the Career Fit Mom Podcast. I'm so happy and grateful that you're here and listening to the episode today. Welcome to the show. I am so grateful that you're listening today. I'm going to talk about resumes. Resumes are just one tool in your job search toolkit. It's really important to have a good template that you can customize for any applications you might want to do. And if someone is asking for your resume, say you're going for an informational interview and someone wants to actually sort of see your resume before that or someone in your network is kindly offered to send it in to a hiring manager or needs to be emailed around, you need a really good strong template. So it's always important to have that ready to go. And uh, I tell people to update their resume usually once a year. So pick a day like maybe it's in the new year after January 1st or perhaps it's on your birthday. Just have an annual celebration of all you've accomplished and get that resume updated every year. So today I wanna talk to you a little bit about applicant tracking systems, what they are. Then I want to tell you about how to target your content. And finally, a little bit about formatting your resume. And all these things, it's kind of complicated with applicant tracking systems and trying to get your resume looking nice and impressing someone's human eyes, the hiring manager who's eventually going to see it or the recruiter who's vetting your resume. So it's important to know about all these things and put it all together, but I know it's a lot of information. So we take it step by step and I'll uh, take you through each part as easily as possible. And you're going to definitely come away with some awesome actionable ideas of how to improve your resume so you get better results with it. Let's talk about applicant tracking systems and how to work with the bots, the robots, the robots that are scanning your resume for keywords to help out recruiters with the hundreds or thousands of applications they're getting for their positions that they're recruiting for. Applicant tracking systems, ATS, they are so helpful. Man, when I was recruiting, we had a very basic um, database that we were using. And prior to that, probably recruiters were using spreadsheets, who knows, phone lists. <laughs> it's It was pretty archaic. And now with these very sophisticated ATS, it's awesome and way faster and way more efficient for recruiters because there's just so many more people actually applying to jobs because of the, the way that we have job boards today. They're, they were simple, um, you know, databases, searchable databases when they first started. Now they've really evolved. They'd be very sophisticated uh, components of usually larger HR software systems. So with job boards even, Indeed, ZipRecruiter, uh, LinkedIn, they even have applicant tracking capabilities built in for employers who are paying for those services. So applicant tracking systems are definitely, they work really well for employers um, and recruiters, not so much for candidates because sometimes if a candidate doesn't know how to optimize their resume, for an ATS, 
they may not get ranked well in the back end, um, which is what recruiters are looking for. So they get they put their search on there in the back end. They can um, either Google search for candidates who might be in their database already, like they would do a Google search on keywords. Um, when they are doing a search, they also have applications coming into their open requisition. And then they have a dashboard so they can see um, the candidates there. And they're typically ranked by the robots, the software that is looking for the keywords. These are that are from the job postings. These are the nouns, adjectives, short phrases that are related to your skills, experience and qualifications or related to the ones that are most important for the job. So those are often ranked, they're all put in there, and then the ATS is scanning your resume for those right keywords that directly relate to the job, and then they're ranking you based on how many years you've even had a skill or used a skill. So there's some little tricks and tips you can use when you are um, working with your resume to make sure it's optimized for applicant tracking systems and getting through those robots. So how do you target your resume so that you get through the applicant tracking system? Don't apply instantly. Always customize your content for each posting. This is so crucial. So this is why you really want a good template to start with because you really only want to be spending 20, 30 minutes customizing your resume and cover letter for the posting by peppering the keywords, the right keywords in there, any language related to company culture that you feel resonates with you and is um, applicable to you as well. So when you see the opportunity to apply instantly, it's supposed to save you time, I know, but I think it does a disservice. Because if your resume content isn't targeted to the posting, you're not going to rank well in the ATS or make sense to the human who's scanning with their eyes. So once you have your solid resume template, you're going to learn how to quickly identify and integrate those powerful keywords that you need for the specific applications. And uh, you want really strong content that you know is going to get noticed. So use the keywords exactly like they're used in the posting. Even tense can mess you up. Like if the recruiter indicates that project manage is an important keyword and you wrote project managed in the past tense, you might not rank well. So even things like that can throw you off. When I'm writing my client resumes, I start um, by actually using this really great um, free software, WordClouds. Um, they have lots of different WordCloud applications out there. I uh, use tagcrowd.com. I'll try to put that in the show notes. And before I start writing the client resume, I use the WordCloud application to copy and paste the job posting into, and then it shows me visually the most prominent keywords from the posting. And so it's actually kind of fun to, to take a look at what is the most important keywords that I absolutely need to have peppered through my resume. So those are the ones that have come up multiple times in the posting. That's just a nice visual for you to help you, but you will also kind of go through the job posting. I always make a list of the hard skills, the technical skills, the things that you went to school for or got certified for. Um, so those are very directly related to the job. Then I make on another side of the paper all the list of the soft skills that they're talking about. Um, your relationship building skills, the communication skills, um, your 
organization skills, time management skills, all those basic ones, um, as well as other language that might be related more to the company culture. Uh, so maybe they're a social enterprise company. You want to be writing things about what why doing good work for the world is important to you so that it, again, makes sense to the recruiter reading it. So you want to, you know, write from your heart and resonate with that person when they're reading it. So it's not just to get through the bots. It's also to get through to the person that is actually going to take a scan with seven seconds of time to go through your resume. Um, another trick for keywords for the ATS is include a skills section. So I usually put this at the top under the profile or the summary section of your resume where you have, you know, three to five sentences in a narrative format written out about uh, who you are and um, your experience in a nutshell. So at, after that, you can put a skills section and actually, you know, these these are my demonstrated skills include boom, 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 bunch of bullets that say actually name those skills that you saw in the job posting. So you want to make sure you're putting in those keywords naturally uh, where they actually fit and not just writing keywords, but you actually have to demonstrate how you've used those skills and talents and experiences in your in your work history. So when you're writing your accomplishment bullets under each position, you're going to write uh, a story, a short, concise bullet story about how you used your communication skills. So don't just write good communication skills. Nobody cares. You actually have to demonstrate how you use good communication skills to negotiate a deal that saved your company a million dollars or to build teams that were dysfunctional across different silos in your organization to push a project through um, successfully, something like that. Like you definitely have used great communication skills is just how I want to hear the story and the, the applicant tracking system is also wanting to see that too. So other people in the past, just a little note about uh, trying to cheat the system. There used to be people who took keywords from the job posting, put them in white font and just pop them into any white space in their resume. So the, the keywords would be seen by the applicant tracking systems, but not the human eyes. And then they would rank really well in the back end because they have so many of those keywords in there. But unfortunately, well, fortunately, because it's just kind of lame to do that, when the recruiter sees that resume in the da back end dashboard, they can totally see all those hidden keywords. So it looks really bad and you would typically not be move forward in the selection process. So in terms of formatting for applicant tracking system, you want to make sure that your company name and position are clearly defined lines in your resume because again, that's where the applicant tracking system is scanning. They're looking for company name, they're looking for job titles. So make sure those are easy in one line to see. They also like reverse chronological. So for, from your most recent position, uh, through to your earliest career position that you're including on your resume. Not a functional resume. Applicant tracking systems do not like the functional resumes and neither do recruiters, to be honest. So try to stay away from those. You want to make sure you're using months and years when you write about your employment history because the ATS will actually quantify the length of time you used a skill and that makes up part of your ranking. So if, if you're in a job and you were doing project management for a year and five months, they're actually going to write that in the ATS. It's going to zip that into the dashboard for the recruiter. And if they need somebody with two years using doing project management, 
you might not get selected. Um, so you want to make sure that you are actually being honest, of course, about the dates, but you want to not just try to be vague around how many years you've been at some place. If you can put the months in, um, that would be really helpful as well. You can do some bolding for your formatting, some standard bullets. Don't do kind of, you know, unique, uh, fun bullets. You know, the beautiful templated, uh, beautifully formatted resumes that we sometimes see online um, sometimes don't work for the ATS. They really like standard fonts, Arial, Georgia, Garamond, Verdana, Tahoma, very standard fonts. Use standard headings like professional experience education because the ATS is looking for specific terms if you use something cool and crazy to talk about your professional experience or work history instead of those terms the ATS might not actually scan that right and you might not get seen do not use columns do not use tables you can use tabs a little bit and get used to those uh, to make different um, indentations and different information stand out don't use any shading, don't use small caps, or don't use text boxes because even things in your text boxes might not scan through. So basically I'm saying keep your formatting simple. No headers, no footers, and no logos. Whoa, I used to see resumes come through with these colorful logos with the companies that people have worked through, worked at, and those resumes wouldn't even scan in well to the ATS. So they can't see those images on your resume. So just keep it as simple as possible. If you want to use color, apparently the only color that most ATS like, well, besides black and white, if you do really want to use color is blue because sometimes other colors don't scan in. So you want to just keep everything as simple as possible. So let's talk about targeting your content and telling a compelling career story so that when your resume gets through to a recruiter or hiring manager, they're actually interested enough to call you. That's the purpose of the resume. You want them just to call you so you can do a phone screen, a phone interview, and wow them and get booked for that in-person interview and blow them away and negotiate that amazing offer. So thinking about how to target your resume and make it look good for human eyes, you know, it's really surprising how many people don't customize their content. And it's crazy how poorly some resumes are written. Like I'm recruiting for a position and I just don't feel like calling candidates because I can't actually visualize what they do or what they're good at, or what they love to do, what their skills are, because we think in pictures. So, you know, think about anything. If I say, think about your fridge, what color is it? Which way does the door open? You just, you can see that you're going to your kitchen in your mind and you're seeing your fridge. So as you're reading your resume, you should see the story unfold in front of you in your mind's eye. So you really want to sit down before you start writing content, get clear with yourself on your skills, your strengths, your values. You need to visualize yourself working for this company and that you would absolutely love it and in as much little detail as possible what you're going to be doing and how the work you've already done in your career is going to add value tremendously to this new company and get really emotionally involved in those powerful images lock into them as you draft your content so it's you know for a lot of people this is a confidence thing it's why working with a professional resume writer is so helpful because 
we pull information out of you. We pull the key components of your career story. We make sense of it because not everybody's career story is in a vertical career ladder line, right? That's not the way careers work these days. You might have employment gaps. You might have short stints. You might have a lot of contracts. You might be um, you know, changing careers. Uh, so when you work with a professional resume writer, get help with this, it's a huge confidence booster because we can actually contextualize what you've done and help you understand how you fit into the broader labor market and what skills are sought after in your industry, in your job function. So I love helping clients paint the picture of the accomplishments that they've had for the reader and there's a lot of actually help to prepare for your interviews too as you go through this process because I always interview my clients uh, when we are preparing the content for the resume so they actually have to speak out their accomplishments out loud and it's a real safe place to practice an interview um, for when it's about to come true when you're about to have that real interview you've already gone through verbally with me uh, the accomplishments that you've had and then we concise them make them concise boil them down to those unique um, nuggets of information that are going to really wow the person who's reading your resume. Um, Sometimes within the reverse chronological function, I like using a hybrid functional component in there. So I kind of pull out the competencies that would be the most important for the job function or the job uh, itself that someone's applying for. And then I'll put some um, accomplishments actually under that competency. So if it's a marketing job, perhaps there's um, a competency around branding. And so we'd have accomplishments under that. Perhaps there's marketing planning or strategic planning related to their marketing work. We'd have bullets under that. Perhaps it's integrated campaigns. We'd have bullets under that. Digital marketing, bullets under that. So that way the human eyes Um, as well as the ATS. They can scan quickly and actually really make sense. And it's a nice visual way to lay out the information instead of having it all blocked in there in text. It helps the stuff stand out and tell the story more effectively. So once you've written your resume and you feel like it's in a good place, you know, don't forget to include some of the personality um, things that make you unique If you are um, into fitness, if you're an athlete, if you're training for an event, if you've done a marathon, a half marathon, a 5K, anything, just write that stuff down in sort of your uh, personal accomplishments. Uh, If you do any volunteering, passion projects, that's nice stuff to put at the bottom of your resume if you have some space, because that makes you, again, more interesting, shows who you are, who your person, what your personality is like, because ultimately... The hiring manager wants to know that they're going to like working with you and those things make you likable, make you trustable and relatable because who knows, maybe the hiring manager is volunteering also um, at Sick Kids Hospital. So those kinds of things uh, can put you just a little bit above um, another candidate to get called because you look like a very interesting person. After you've written your content, it's important to review, review, edit, edit, make sure there's absolutely no spelling mistakes, no grammatical mistakes, because those are often put to the side if your resume is put to the side, if you have any of those errors in it, it just looks so bad because it has to be a professional document. 
one thing that I like to do is I throw the uh, resume into a cover letter into a speech to or text to speech application so that it can actually be read out loud to me by a computerized voice. So there's uh, a bunch of different apps that are low cost or free that are text to speech kind of apps. Get one of those and then put your resume in there and you're going to read along with it and you're going to see Um, as it's being read out loud. And sometimes I even read them out loud to myself too, as I go through each bullet to make sure they actually sound right and they actually read well each part of the resume. So you really want to do that to make sure you're covering off everything. And finally, you have to be proud of your career story. Be absolutely in love with your career. Be grateful for all you've done so far in your life. And when you're grateful and appreciative of everything you have, in your career, you're going to attract more amazing opportunities to you. It's all going to just come through and flow through that resume, making it so much easier to write because I know it's not easy for many people. I love doing it, but most of my my clients don't, which is why they come to me for help. If you would like some additional help for your resume, I would love to speak with you. I have, um, resume courses that I offer. My next one is coming up April 17th, 2018. We are starting with my resume mastermind course in which you are going to have a coaching call with me to talk about strategy for your career. I'm going to give you the best template for you to use. I'm going to lead you through the skill development you need to create your resume. And we're doing that week by week for four weeks. I will also partner you with another member of the group, an accountability partner, if you will, who will be your buddy to review and edit your resume and you'll review and edit theirs. So they'll have a second set of eyes on your resume and get feedback and keep you accountable to actually completing it on the deadline. And finally, I'll do a, a review of it after and give any more feedback or do any more editing that you need. So it's in a really good place for you to customize. So it'll get you set up for success with a strong template that can be customized for any application that you're going to do. I am so excited about this course. It's being delivered by webinar as well as um you know, me emailing you all the templates and all the resources that you need in slow bits and bites so that it's not overwhelming. And it'll take you through everything you need to do to go through this process. This process I do with my clients individually costs so much more than this course is. So if you are on a budget and you want to do this in a group format, this is your chance to do it. And I would love to work with you. So if you have any questions about Resume Mastermind program or getting me to write your resume or cover letter or LinkedIn content or any of your personal branding materials or coaching you through one-on-one how to write and optimize your content, I am your girl and I'd love to work with you. You can reach out to me at beth at careerfitmom.ca. Go right away to my website. You can book a complimentary consultation. We can talk all about what would be the best um, way to work together. So that's www.careerfitmom.ca. Right on my homepage, there's a place to book a complimentary consultation. I'd love to hear from you. So with that, I am wishing you career karma, resume resonance, and all the most amazing abundance in your life. Thank you so much for listening. Please share and have a beautiful day.